Hey everyone, Michael here. I'm Squatch's producer on the show. Actually, prisoner might be a better description of my position here, but anyways, I just wanted to take a quick second to ask a favor of all of you. If you're listening to this right now, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to this on. And of course, be sure to share it with your other friends who are also deranged and have a fucked up sense of humor. I also wanted to give you a heads up that we're going to be wrapping up the first season of the show, rounding things out with episode 10. But be sure to keep the podcast in your feed, because in between seasons I'm still going to be releasing regular bite-sized bits of content to fill the void between season 1 and season 2. I'm hoping that if everybody who's listening rates and reviews the podcast and recommends it to some friends, it'll help get some traction going on the next season. Thank you so much to everybody who's been listening throughout this first season. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed making it, and I'm really looking forward to more seasons to come. And now, on with the show. Salutations, listeners. Uh, Before we get into the show, I want to go over the lost and found right quick. This week's lost and found items are as follows. One coffee tumbler with the name Gort written on it. One gold earring. And one severed human head. So if you yourself was recently decapitated, come on down to the radio station and pick your head up. Now I know you're probably shouting at the radio in your car saying, But Squatch, if someone was decapitated, obviously they're not alive anymore. They can't come pick up their head. Well, that's where you'd be wrong. Because if you listen carefully, that head's still alive. So obviously whoever lost it was a zombie. So folks, if you see anyone sauntering about town without a head, do me a favor. Let them know that their head is sitting here waiting for them. Actually, I guess... I guess they wouldn't be able to hear you because their head is here. You know what, folks? Be a good Samaritan. Grab them by the hand and walk them on down to the radio station so we can duct tape their head back on for them. I'm Squatch Ronson, and you're listening to the Backwoods Radio Show. flu is going around. But it's not just any old flu, it's the Innsmouth flu. More than 200 residents here in Dogsnout County have reported having symptoms of the virus, and the number appears to be growing. It's become such a concern that Mayor Mama has declared it an epidemic and is advising all residents of Dogsnout County to treat this situation with extreme caution. The symptoms of the Innsmouth flu are as follows. Extreme thirst accompanied by clammy skin, bulging eyes, and a persistent cough that's usually followed by a gangle of tentacles bursting out from your mouth. The virus seems to be affecting children a bit differently. Parents have reported that their younglings have started sprouting long, slimy green tails and 
Even more disturbing, their heads have sunken into their chests and their limbs have retracted into their body cavities, giving them the appearance of giant tadpoles. The cause of the outbreak is still unknown at this time. If you haven't contracted the virus yet, be sure to take some precautions. Wear a face mask while going out to public places and definitely up your intake of vitamin C. And we all know what the best source of vitamin C is, the flesh of a vegan. In other news, the cult of Cthulhu has been spotted passing through Dogsnout County. Authorities were first notified of the presence of the cult when they caused a scene down at Pai Mei's Sushi Buffet. Pai Mei has been a staple here in Dogsnout County for eons, making a name for himself by humanely killing the fish he serves by using his trademarked five-point palm exploding heart technique on him. Though he has calmed down a bit in his older age, Pai Mei is still a stickler and has nothing but contempt for rudeness and disrespectful behavior. The restaurant owner called Sheriff Bo after he discovered that members of the cult had trespassed on his property, making their way into the back room of his establishment. According to police reports, the cult members were standing in the kitchen of the restaurant, huddled in a circle, chanting over a platter of fried calamari. Cultists were apprehended and have since been charged with trespassing. As you can hear outside, folks, it started raining like cats and dogs without a sign of it letting up anytime soon. Why don't we head over to everyone's favorite half-man, half-alligator weather mutant, Gator Gary, to see what he has for us. Gary? We're currently experiencing intense thunderstorms and flash floods. As you all know, Many residents in Dogsnow County store the corpses of their victims in the crawl spaces of their home. And the flooding has gotten so bad that many of these corpses have been swept up in the water and have been spotted floating down Main Street. So if you've got corpses, that you're planning on saving for a big feast or, or a little Jimmy's birthday party, I suggest you secure them tightly so they don't float away. Sorry to interrupt, Gary, but uh, I've just received word that reports are coming into the police station claiming that some residents in town are ripping off all of their clothes, transforming into humanoid fish people, and diving into the water. It appears that the residents in question also happen to be the same folks who previously reported having symptoms of the Innsmouth flu. Oh boy, that doesn't sound good, Squatch. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think so, Gary. Cthulhu. For those of you that don't know, Dogsnow County is actually located on a ley line that runs all the way through the Pacific Ocean and intersects with the lost city of, uh, uh, R R Riley? Riley? 
Brillier. I'm not going to pretend I know how to pronounce it. The point is, that city is the resting place of the great and powerful Cthulhu. And unfortunately, sometimes Cthulhu uses that ley line as a sort of tunnel to enter our dimension by way of a wormhole. So needless to say, Cthulhu likes to wreak havoc in Dogsnow County from time to time. I guess we'll just have to wait and see if he shows his tentacle-ridden face. For the sake of caution, ignore what I said before about avoiding catching the Innsmouth flu. Whatever I told you to do earlier in the show, do the opposite. Find a fish person and share a can of pop with them. Have them cough in your mouth. Hell, have sex with one of them if you have to. Do anything you can to try and catch the Innsmouth flu. Because the only thing that's going to protect you from the wrath of Cthulhu is becoming a fish. What about me, Squatch? Do you think I'll be safe? I think you should be alright, Gary. You may not be a fish per se, but you're part alligator. So I would wager that you're close enough to being an aquatic creature that Cthulhu should pay you no mind. And if you want to play it safe, maybe cover your human appendages with anchovy juice or something. <sighs> Thanks for putting me at ease, Squatch. But do you think, I mean, are you going to be safe? I don't know, Gary. I just don't know. <sighs> Folks, I, I, I need a second here to collect my thoughts, all right? Because if I'm unlucky enough to be blessed by being chosen by the almighty Cthulhu, then, well, today just may be my last day on Earth. Far away from long ago, soul by color we'll be right back with the citizen spotlight and the traffic report so don't go nowhere but first here's a little word from our sponsors who demanded that i play this bit of audio and threatened to kill me if i didn't
message was brought to you by the Cult of Cthulhu. Welcome back, listeners. I considered ending the show early today so that I could take shelter and hopefully ride out this storm and avoid the risk of being chosen for sacrifice by Cthulhu. But you know what? I'm going to stand my ground. Squatch Ronson may be many things, such as a cannibal, a serial killer, a sexual deviant, a necrophiliac, and a part-time crystal meth manufacturer, but if there's one thing I ain't, that's a coward. As they say, the show must go on. And I'm glad that it is, because the next segment of the show means a heck of a lot to me. In fact, I think it's the most important thing we do on this show. It's the Citizen Spotlight segment, which I'm now calling That Special Someone. You know, there aren't a lot of towns like Dog Snout County left in this world. It's a town that embraces freedom and expression. A town that encourages you to be a part of the community while still emboldening you to be yourself. A town where you can run around naked, covered in pig's blood, and not get a citation for indecent exposure. A town where you can murder and devour anyone you want without having to worry about going to prison for it. A town where every year the residents gather together with their weapons of choice for the annual tourist hunt. At its core, Dogsnout County is the essence of America, a town that truly embraces pure freedom. It's the beaten heart of this great country, and if Dogsnout County is the heart of America, then the townsfolk are the blood, without which the heart could not be. And while each and every person here in Dogsnout County is an important member of the community, there are some citizens who stand out in the crowd. Citizens who set the standard for what it means to be a resident of Dogsnout County. That special someone who we all aspire to be. And that special someone for this week is none other than the one and only Mayor Mama. Mama has been town mayor for the last 86 years. She's 127 years old, and despite her age and lack of legs, she's still kicking. Every single resident here in Dogsnout County owes Mama their freedom. It's a battle that she fights for us every single day, and y'all probably don't even know about it, because Mama does it behind closed doors. And being the modest woman that she is, she doesn't flaunt it or shove it in our faces, because Mama doesn't do it for the glory. Mama does it because we are all her children, and she loves us all unconditionally. You see, Dogsnout County is under constant threat of being shut down. I can't tell you how many times the FBI has come to our little slice of heaven here, sticking its nose where it don't belong, and every time their agents show up, Mom always manages to sweet talk her way out of trouble. Quite literally, actually. She uses her irresistible sex appeal to seduce the FBI agents. Male, female, doesn't matter. Nobody can resist the ethereal beauty of the 300-pound, quadruple amputee, Mayor Mama. Something about those nubs just gets the blood flowing to people's naughty parts. Once she has their attention, she keeps them distracted just long enough to allow her assistant, Bagman, enough time to sneak up behind them and slit their throats, showering Mama in their blood. Mama has said she prefers this approach because she thinks bathing in the blood of FBI agents is what keeps her young. 
It makes sense, too. For centuries, people have claimed that bathing in the blood of virgins is the key to eternal life. And have you seen an FBI agent? They ain't all purdy and succulent like that beautiful boy in that their Mindhunter show on that, whatchamacallit, uh, Netflix. What's that beautiful boy's name, Gary? Jonathan Roth? That's right. <clears throat> now that's a fine piece of meat I'd like to taste. Both sexually speaking and literally. The best part about eating a twink is you don't have to worry about picking hair out of your teeth when you're done devouring them. But I digress. Uh, where was I again, Gary? You were talking about FBI agents? Right, right, right. Well, like I was saying, they don't look like Jonathan Groff. They ain't all sexy like Hollywood would have you believe. Swing by Quantico sometime and take a gander at them. They're just a bunch of nerds. I'd wager that at least 85% of them are virgins. So every time Mama's assistant drives a knife into one of their jugulars spraying Mama's century-plus-year-old naked body with their virgin blood, not only is she keeping our town safe from persecution, but she's also taking a little sip from the fountain of youth, allowing herself to remain immortal. And thank God for that, because we need Mama to stick around as long as possible. Because I just can't imagine a version of Dog Snout County without her. If it weren't for her, Dog Snout County and the townsfolk that reside here would have gone down in a hail of gunfire ages ago. And that's why Mayor Mama is this week's special someone. Now we're about to wrap the show up in a few minutes here, but... Before we go ahead and do that, here's a quick traffic update for you. Traffic is bumper to bumper right now as the only road in our one road town has been swallowed up by a wormhole. Wouldn't you know it, we finally get the hell portal sealed and a new portal opens right up on Main Street. That's Dog Snout County traffic for you. Main Street is currently blocked off by, you guessed it, the almighty Cthulhu. Apparently, the interdimensional celestial calamari himself emerged from the wormhole and is currently rampaging down Main Street using his massive tentacles to crush motorcycles and semi-trucks alike. So if you were planning on a nice little getaway, then you are S-O-L. Unless, of course, you booked your getaway in the lost city of Raleigh, in which case, a shortcut just opened up for you. Well, my friends, it's that time of the day. I want to thank you all for keeping me company and tuning in today. I've been Squatch Ronson, and you've been one heck of an audience. But before I go, I just wanted to... No shit, folks. Wouldn't you know it, Cthulhu is standing right outside my window here at the radio station. I wonder what he wants. Hey, hang on, he's, uh, looks like he's, yep, he just opened a portal. And now, now he's, he's raising his arm up and he's pointing right at me. God damn it.
Because you never know when Cthulhu is going to show up and suck you into a portal! Backwoods Radio Show is produced by me, Michael LaRusso. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review it on whatever platform you're currently listening to this on. If you want to know what happens to Squatch next, be sure to tune in to Season 2, Episode 5 of Valle de Cielo Gris, a Spanish-speaking comedy horror podcast set in a small town in Mexico overrun with all sorts of strange creatures and other oddities. And if you don't speak Spanish, you can still tune in because Squatch's part is going to be in English. Valle de Cielo Gris, which translates to Valley of the Grace Guys, is available wherever you get your podcasts. Squatch may or may not return in two weeks. I guess we'll just have to wait and see.